Nappa might unironically be one of the best villains in Dragon Ball Z, and today we're talking about that. Uh, one of the best, Nano. Really? Are you forgetting about uh, the Child Service Protection Program from Episode 6 of Dragon Ball Z? Whoa. You mean Episode 15, 16? The one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with Piermo? Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was a great episode. Those, those were great villains. Question mark. Based on the Q Moments rating scale, I'm not so sure if that's actually <laughs> factual, but we do give Whoa. a rating to all the episodes of Dragon Ball Z that we watch. We are key moments. That's not doing it. I'm Nanogenics. Dotto. Yeah. I wanted to start this episode off with an interesting one. All right. A topic. Okay. You got that, a question that is just. Uh, well, hold on, Nano. We got to give this section of the podcast a name. I, I really feel like so. Maybe. Oh, what about pre Z teasers, bro? Pre Z brain teasers. Uh, Go uh, ahead. Hit me I like it. I like it. Uh, now, Dotto, I want to keep this exclusively from 2000 to 2010. Okay. What is. To you, the definitive best Dragon Ball Z game in that time period. Now, uh, if you need a refresher, that does okay. technically include the the collectible card game Dragon Ball Z Legend Super Warriors. Do you remember that one? Uh, no, like the actual that, physical card game. That was the uh, so that was Dragon Ball Super Warriors was the or Dragon Ball was the Game Boy Color game, the Game Boy Color Dragon Ball Z game, where. Oh. Do you remember, dude, this one, that one was... I'm going to be uh, honest. Nano, any Dragon Ball game that wasn't directly fighting with the characters, I thought was worse than trash. It was, I thought the, it was, it was this game. game. Do you remember this? I do. Because I... So, this was around the time where I was hanging out with this older kid, and he also had Dragon Ball stuff. And I saw this in his collection. I was like, please let me play that real quick. And he was like, all right, go ahead. I opened it up. I was like, this is some clickbait, man. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> you know what I... You know what else? Before I say my answer, Nano, because I think it's pretty. I mean, it's pre this is a pretty easy one. I don't know. Uh, is it? Is it that easy? This is this is the absolutely. most. Um, this is the time period with the most games, right? Like we we did not yeah. know how well we were eating. There was there's infinitely like, more games from that time period than there are from 2010 until even right now in 2024. Like so 2006 had BT2, and that was a pretty huge one. I'm not even gonna lie. But I did want to say one more thing about Dragon Ball games because I went on that clickbait thing. I also thought Dragon Quest, which if you don't know, Nana, a huge series in Japan, huge. It's everywhere. Dragon yeah. Quest, everybody loves Dragon Quest. Yes, yeah. I didn't know it was thought, like that big, but I, yeah. I genuinely thought, Nano, as a child, I thought Dragon Quest was a scam. I, I, oh. I was like, they are baiting Dragon Ball fans so yes. bad, it's actually I, cringe. Right? I, I, I was like, can't this agree. Is, this is crazy. And you, you got to think too, for me, like with, uh, with like with Chrono Trigger and stuff, you got to think as, yeah. a, as a nineties child, like the internet was not like this massive thing. This wasn't super no. accessible. So like, I couldn't just pull out Google, dude, I'm old enough where Google didn't even exist my entire life. So like, yeah. Like, I don't think you can say the same thing. I don't think you can anyway. Google. Well, that's not like a quick Google search. So, yes, I'm with you. I was like, why does that main character look like Gohan? You know, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it is. It, I mean, this is the most I can glaze Akira Toriyama that kid me before I understood anything in my life. I understood what Akira Toriyama touched. Like I got whenever he put the pencil to the paper, bro. Kid me respected that. Because I looked at it and I read the back of the box like crazy, bro. I was like, hold up. What the fuck is this? Because it looks amazing. Hold on. Yeah, Goku's not even near this shit, bro. What is this? 
but I still I still liked it. Like I thought Chrono Trigger was cool because he looks exactly like um I mean, you know, Tapion. I was like, yes, yo, yeah, looks like wait a minute. I was like, is this a game I I this is so like this is cringe to think about because gaming fans, like fans of video games, would actually that is actual Dragon Ball Z brain rot. But Kid Me was like, oh my god, they made a game about Tapion. I was like, no way. <laughs> anyway, my answer Chrono is BT3. Um, only I only tried it. I never gave it the respect. I wasn't really an RPG guy before. You know, very recently I've started giving him more a try. Yeah, I I I really want to. I've never played. Have you ever played Final Fantasy VII? Are you a Final Fantasy? Yeah. No, I'm not a Final Fantasy. See, another thing, another big thing that well, I, but I you are me though because you're a 14 about. player, <laughs> bro. But I'm not though. Like I I don't know Final Fantasy before 14. I couldn't name anything. All right, but 14 kind of tricked me into knowing Final Fantasy stuff. Okay. But yeah, Kid Me was kind of against RPGs because I wanted to, when I play, I want to like pretend that I am a dude, like one guy. And RPGs always kind of make you pretend that you're a team of guys. And I, I, I never liked that. But anyway, Budokai Tenkaichi 3, I think, is the most iconic Dragon Ball game. Okay. And you can switch it with BT2, BT2 depending on how old you are. Okay. But that's about okay. it, I think. I, so I, I was I didn't get to finish because I was going to start with what was the earliest game technically in the 2000s, which is uh, Legendary Super Warriors and of course Budokai One as well. Uh, in terms of like actual releases in the 2020 space, and the final game to come out in that technical era would be Raging Blast Two. Um, Ooh, I yeah. do. <laughs> my first YouTube video, well, I, I my first Dragon Ball video was on Raging Blast Two. Ah. Yeah, that's but there's an, no way you think RB2 is better than BT3. No, I don't. Okay. But in fact, I think it's like, I think it could have been pretty much the same. I like the beam deflect mechanic, even though now as an adult, I understand that it's almost completely pointless to, like, it's it's so easy. It might as well happen every time you block a beam, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I have, I have respect for Raging Blast 2. Um, same. You know, I had to record a little clickbait video on Ultimate Tenkaichi because I thought that game was going to be the craziest game of all time hyped up that that shit was the worst most disappointing thing i've ever seen in my life Dude, um, but i, I, I think bt2 feels the most like two early 2000s bt3 feels a little like new age for some reason okay so my so my answer for it is is still again this is this is for me uh is budokai 3 and i know like the technicalities of infinite world and technically infinite world is just a better budokai 3 uh but again infinite world suffers from the fact that um, especially with my the way my brain worked at that time, um, you know, at that point I I'd already had uh, Burst yeah. Limit. I had Burst Limit Crazy, before bro. before I had Infinite World, and Burst Limit was truly next gen Dragon Ball. I I still hate what happened with Burst Limit, man. I that game got like uh, totally like screwed over. I think like they should have fleshed that series out so much more. But um, yeah, honestly, it's it's. I mean, we've played it. It's it's fun. I like I liked it as a kid. Uh, but yes. granted, uh. I'm actually kind of thankful. Like I've told this story multiple times on the podcast. How I was like held back technologically for some reason, not through like any parenting. It's just what happened. But I was in a GameStop and all I had was the PS2, and I was like, "Yo, Infinite World, sick!" And in that scenario, in my exact scenario, Infinite World was perfect. That game was amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's such a but that's such a unique situation for you, right? Like, for yeah, me, it's I random. I I had uh I had bought my own PS3 like I, and I like and I had my PS3. Expenda. Well, I I mowed. I, I wasn't old enough. Like obviously, I have a full time job <laughs> yet, but I I mowed uh, yards around my like neighborhood and stuff, and like actually bought my PlayStation 3 myself because my mom is definitely not 
paying what were they 600 bucks or something like that ain't no way damn yeah dude dude especially dude imagine in 2006 too man imagine that dude 600 bucks like that's just so crazy but anyways uh i yeah for me budokai 3 i don't know that one just like really stands out as like the game from from that era for me but i we talked about this on the reaction and this is what spawned this i do think though i know you you kind of touched on it there but i think i actually of my of the three budokai tenkaichi games two was my favorite two was my was my personal favorite it feels pretty good i'm playing through right now i think that's why i'm so obsessed with talking about it but it's uh it feels pretty good and the single player is like 10 times better than bt3s yeah Uh, so again my i actually have a video where i'm like first time playing bt3 because my bt3 experience was on a wii which i think also it probably did affect (laughs) it a little bit but i had bt1 and bt2 on my ps2 by the way i was so like obviously i was grateful that my parents bought me or my grandparents bought me uh bt3 on the wii but at the same time i wanted to try that disc fusion system out that budokai tenkaichi had Uh did you ever oh i didn't know that i have no idea what that is yeah so budokai tenkaichi the the series had a disc fusion system where i think you were supposed to be able to bring over your saves from one and two into like um one massive game and like like sonic three and knuckles <laughs> what is this is that was that a thing really yeah they had lock on technology where you would like put in i don't know how it worked. i'm not even gonna lie and say i was there for it but you could like combine sonic three and knuckles and then it would give you sonic three and knuckles and then if you put sonic two and knuckles it would give you sonic two but you could play as knuckles oh it was kind of crazy i'm not i it was, I think that's all the lock-on technology was used for, though. Okay. Okay, so I, I'm on a forum from 2007 right now, Dotto. <laughs> Damn, you're doing some internet deep dive. I, I just wanted to see. Okay, so if you... Again, it was a PS2 exclusive, but for the PS2 version, if you still have BT1 and 2, you can put those games in, and you will unlock two extra modes that were in those games. And like from... Oh, like from those games in yes. BT3. And so then someone replied, uh, shout out Spawn of Evil here on this on this thread, says two extra modes, you know what it'll be. And shout out X Kamehameha, who says it's the ultimate battle and ultimate battle Z modes from the last two games. Mm. And then someone said, aren't those the same modes? And then they said, no, they weren't the same modes. In BT1, it was a single ladder that you went down with one character. BT2 had you go down individual ladders of certain groups of characters and you could choose a different one each time. I've never played these modes. I didn't even know these existed. Did you? No, but hey, maybe for a video. <laughs> I, that's what I, I, I'm like hearing this. I'm like, this sounds like a this. If this isn't a nanogenics video, this is at least a dotted. This is a dotted the way I see it for sure. It's, hey, they 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 talk in my language. Uh, but I will agree with. By the way, just to wrap this up and move on to talking about the episode today, I will definitely say I do agree with you. Uh, and there's a reason why we're getting a Budokai Tenkaichi Four is that I do think the in terms of iconic for the fandom uh, i don't think it gets much more iconic out of any of the games than bt3 right like i I, don't, yeah, I think that is like the dragon ball when everyone looks back with rose tinted glasses and goggles and thinks about like the best dragon ball game it's bt3 yeah right? i think it's just because it had like the beam clashes and destroying earth another thing last i'll say about bt2 that i think is really cool in that game is that when you in bt3 when you do like a spirit bomb and it lands then it triggers the cutscene for the earth to explode but I forgot in BT2, if you whiff, like if the opponent dodges Super Spear Bomb and the Super Spear Bomb collides with Earth, it still blows up the Earth. I thought that was really cool, actually. 
Oh, okay. Like, like all that matters is that it makes contact with the actual planet, it's and been, then it'll explode. It's been so long since I've actually played two. <laughs> like, it's been hey, a, man. a very like you know. Obviously, when we're revisiting them, we're playing like the modded versions of the games or just BT three, you know. But like, huh? Man, I, I give it a try. It's pretty fun. Also, can we talk about last thing? Last thing cover art the bt2 cover art is so sick trunks of the sword and the reflections in his in his sword is like as a kid i gave them massive credit for it. honestly as an adult too this is actually kind of an adult thing for me to think about but as a kid i was like wow i can't believe they gave trunks this much like screen time i was like they make it seem like trunks is the main character i mean Tr dude trunks is up there as someone who covers the gotcha games it does seem like uh and like character is very um the driving really? force to interest trunks is definitely in, honestly in the more I'm, a, I'm gonna save it for the next podcast but i think you just gave me what our next pre-podcast dbz brain teaser is gonna be bro. okay I, I, I got i got i gotta pick your gotcha game brain about this okay I, I'll, I'll stop right there but i i do I, it's so interesting doing uh what i've done over the last several years i feel like i've gathered like miniature little research data that i could provide to them over like which characters pull like certain views and trunks What's is one of those that are kind of like in a, a middle ground but Anyways. I think for I think your thing is definitely better for that. I, I, I'm like because the gotcha game is pretty much just like a popularity contest. Yeah. Um. But I also put together a tier list like that. Like it's still up on my Twitter for Dragon Ball Fighters because I would just notice what thumbnails, what characters being on the thumbnails would pull more views. And so I made a tier list of who I would put in what tier of like that, if you're wait, trying to farm. So interesting. You did that. I did that. I have a whole tier list. That I, I would, lo I would love to see that, dude. We're wait. We, we got to do that as well. Wow. But I, I, I think, Dano. Honestly, you should do that. Maybe even as just a main channel. I, I think it'd be cool to see you talk about like what characters pulls in views, and I am quite obviously extrapolate. You just that gave me views. a video idea, Dadadoya. That is absolutely a video. I, I'm gonna have to get that out before this comes out. I can't be having that's a uh, nanogenics ass video right there. Someone yoinking my well, I get your technical your video idea, but now my video idea. Well, was, my, mine was just a tier list. Oh, for fighters, did, oh, I wasn't figured, a video? for fighters. It was more no, no. It was it was literally just a tier list that I made on Twitter. Oh, I didn't even make it a video. Man, dude, I, I that sounds like a. I would be interested in watching that. Of course, I guess fighters itself. Like fighters is dead at this point, so I guess there's not really. Yeah. You know, it's, it's dead. And but, also, I think it was affected by like fighting game player shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think Dragon Ball Fighters as a fighting game also affected what views come in on what characters. Yeah, there's some characters that rose above that, though. I don't I don't want to talk about too much if this might be our next discussion. So you'll have to you'll have to stay tuned in and come back to the next episode of Key Moments where we dive into that. and We talk about characters. I, I think that I, I don't know. I can't I don't fully like Donald's a little far away from me, so I'm not totally smelling what he's stepping in, but I think it's, you know, I'm kind of getting a whiff here and there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but more importantly, Dotto, is Napa's Rampage. Oh, yeah. I forgot to pull up the old Napa's Rampage page here. Let me get on that. So Weep. Napa's Rampage is, of course, episode oh, 26. <laughs> you got so bright. <laughs> is episode 26 in the entirety of the Uncut Dragon Ball Z series, and specifically is the 20th episode of the Vegeta Saga. This aired originally on November 8th of 1989 in Japan, and uh, the English air date, again, we've talked about this many a times, but in the current state that I believe we just watched it, uh, aired on July 25th of 2005, because I do think they redid some of these episodes um, and broadcasted them at a, at a later date. So... Um, the original translation, because when we were watching it, by the way, we got 
uh we didn't get napa's rampage it, something i think messed up when we got the actual japanese text on screen with no translations uh it translates to an intense three-hour delay uh the kintu kinto un bullet express um which is basically just napa going and fighting an entire army in this episode i'm very interested in seeing what is uh filler here dotto i have to imagine it is um actually it's probably not a ton right like surely some of the interaction between the characters was probably real yeah like, i i'm honestly going to give it some credit i don't think i mean obviously per portion of the episode is probably a big thing but in terms of like individual bullet points listed out uh, it's probably not too bad here i will say that the episode ended with something i did not think was happening because it seemed a bit far off and of course, it, it, it didn't seem like this would be the episode for some of the stuff that happened for sure no not not fake even speak, fake speak not even a little bit but to come back into the episode of course if you guys missed the previous episode it ends with vegeta telling napa to chill out they're going to give goku three hours to get there and so at this point we have three of our z warriors left we have gohan we have krillin and we have piccolo who are all huddled up and around each other essentially wondering what is happening with goku and why is he not here and Nappa and Vegeta are hanging out, and Gohan uh, does instigate a bit. He's an instigator, Dotto. Honestly, yeah, they were just they were just yapping, talking amongst themselves. Honestly, they were just podcasting. Uh, and then Goku, I mean, not Goku, but Gohan goes to like take a piss. I think is what he said, and he just starts going in on my boy Nappa. Like it's not <laughs> even really warranted at this point. Like what has Nappa done to him? You know. Doesn't doesn't Napa kind of do like a what'd you say? And Gohan raises his voice and says, You stink. Like full yeah, on. Right. Like he just doesn't hide it at all. Like, like I he lets him know that he smells. <laughs> uh and then from there, I we basically get a close in shot. By the way, we didn't talk about this when we were reacting to it, but there they did a shot of the truck that made the truck look way more badass than it actually was. Like I was curious as to what this was going to be. I thought this was going to be like some military people approaching just based on that initial shot of like the tire in the corner of the truck. And then it ends up being the TV broadcasters trying to get a better shot of everyone just hanging out. You're kind of a car guy, huh? Anytime, anytime a car comes up on screen, you make intricate details about it in your I, brain. I, I, I do. Yeah, just a yeah, little I'm bit. Like, it's, it's weird, right? Every time a car comes up on screen, you're like, oh, it said Chevrolet there. Like, I saw the bumper <laughs> sticker. Like, you missed these details on the wheels. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was funny that they were doing like a, a National Geographic on on the fight instead of like, I mean, not only can we talk about risking their life trying to get this footage, nobody is this dedicated to their job. Absolutely nobody. Um, maybe like 10 journalists would be here, but these guys are filming a full-on National Geographic surviving like close encounters with nature. <laughs> you I got mean, some bits they're, they're, in there too, bro. They're, I'm telling yeah, you guys. They're, they're like a hair away from doing an impression, bro. If you're if you're if you're not if you're not checking out the reactions as a key member, bro, you are you are genuinely missing out on some pretty great bits. Uh, this one specifically, because Dada was definitely doing a National Geo bit uh, in there for sure. So, but yes, you're you're right, and he's like flying straight for them, and they're like, <laughs> he appears. You know, I don't know. I, it's just like like how can you not tell? They, he's they, definitely they, they coming literally for say you. like. The B seems angry in nature. Oh, he's closing in on us now. Like, I, bro, what do you mean he's closing in? I, at that point, I am running. I am screaming. I am crying. I'm out. Yeah, I'm definitely just getting in the uh, 
oh my god why am i why am i being i'm like forgetting what's it called when you get all hunched over the something position the uh fetal yeah 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 <laughs> fetal position bro they tried to like speed away from napa on a mountain I'm, I'm telling the driver pull over i got i got to explain this to him I, I i can talk some sense into him yeah yeah as he as he as he blows you away with his eye beams that he so much <laughs> loved you like a He's ton in this. bro when napa is fighting earthlings he spams eye beams like nobody's busy he must be jealous of like i don't know somebody he saw somebody use eye beams and he's like damn i can't really like pump that much power into an I-beam, but like, I can do it. I just can't really hurt anybody that's actually a fighter for real. So when he sees weak creatures, he spams it. He catches all these journalists, uh, and just beams them all. I think, what are they all dead in like one I-beam? And then yes. it's just like, yeah, they're gone. Uh, and that's uh, another thing we should talk about is Napa specifically points out this one car and says, hey, Vegeta, can I... And Napa's a bitch, by the way. He's on a leash. He's got no freedom. He's like, he, Vegeta, yeah, can, I, can I pretty please? Like, can I pretty please, bro? Please go play with those humans. Vegeta's like, yeah, I guess. Uh, totally disobeys orders. He's just making stuff up. Because he, not only after wiping out those guys, Nano, he flies over the horizon. What does he see next? An, an entire naval and air force the, army. The entire... Naval forces of whatever. I mean, it's got to be like the world's coalition, bro. This is like 20 <laughs> mega ships. 20 mega ships housing 30 jet planes, bro. Dude, Dotto's on his corpo path, though, in this playthrough because he definitely <laughs> was. Because he, he, he's like, okay, we're in Dragon Ball. So the lives of these people can all be brought back, you know, with one small wish. But man, imagine how much these corporations are, and government are losing over how uh, all this destroyed uh, <laughs> hey, man, equipment, I'm, man. Billions I'm, of I'm dollars. Just, I'm worried about the people because you know that the government's going to turn around and, and tax them, bro. Like, it's their fault. Oh, the damn, government dude. launched you, a full bro, frontal here assault. Here I am thinking you're you're going full corpo when in all reality you're nope. you're actually three nope. steps ahead, bro. You're you're yep. I'm playing checkers. You're playing chess. You're three steps ahead. Yep. You're thinking about the the tax repercussions that Napa just that's, caused and and that's politics, the general baby. That's middle politics, class. baby. I'm always one step ahead. I'm oh, always thinking about the middle dude, class, man. About the little guy. Yo, Dotto 20, 2036, um, man. Anyway, shout out to the little guys that got ripped apart in those planes because Napa was gruesome. There was. There was no political motivation behind this attack, bro. He just ripped through that plane like it was butter. He popped, he popped up out the wing, Nano, and then spread his arms and ripped the metal apart. So I, I was thinking back on previous conversations, and I'm just not realizing, Dotto. Yo, what's up? We did not acknowledge the Zim, whatever it is, the guy cleaning the, the snake way. Oh, shit. We never we acknowledged it. him. Because we, we eat, and Nano, it's even worse than that because you, I remember... You teased that we were going to acknowledge something. And we never came back to and it. And then we never came back to it. Oh, so let's no. go back in time, Nano. This one's for the real podcast. <laughs> hey, Nano, uh, what was that thing you teased know. earlier? Yeah, man. Uh, so what is crazy, Dotto, <laughs> is that we thought this entire... We gave grievances because to, to Goku and to your bit, because we thought that we cost the what is it, what is he on? What do you call that? Those things that clean the ice, like, clean uh, the roads. Zamboni, 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 the Zamboni guy. We thought was dead. He's back. He's he was back, in hell. I, I don't know how he escaped, bro. Clearly, this is at odds with like they got to put this on the wiki. This is actually good wiki information. Maybe, maybe uh, if you're maybe if you're a worker, you, you just like can walk out yeah you have like in you have like an insurance policy or, or something or like a uh, there's a clause Bro, but have you ever because we know that we we've seen from the show that the exit from hell leads to king yama's desk 
Yeah. Have you ever been close enough with a boss that you can pop out of his desk and he's not going to fire you for that? Yeah, probably not. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I like. I'm I don't think kidding, my old man. boss. I, I def, I definitely have. Yeah, I have. Wow. No, bro. If I open my desk and an employee pops out, I got questions. Nah, dude. I guess unless they're like very small, maybe then I wouldn't care as much. <laughs> but yeah, I cannot believe I just never did. I think all these shots of going back to Goku on Snake Way. I didn't think that we would get a payoff like that. So like now that we got that payoff with uh, the Zamboni driver, imagine, imagine a world where, well, where, where Peanut comes back and we get to see Peanut again. That would be huge, bro. If fuck, Parmesan comes back, I'm popping the fuck off. But also, I think we didn't acknowledge again that Goku, I mean, this is the Zamboni driver's fault. I'm not going to blame Goku for this one. But the Zamboni driver turns back to look at Goku, and then he falls into hell again. Yeah, absolutely. So insane. he's got another. He's got another trek coming. I, and from the looks of his Zamboni, I know as a car guy, you can tell like it was not the best shape. Like clearly, uh, King Yum is not providing new equipment every time this happens. Yeah, no, nah, he, he, yeah, he definitely uh, is worse for wear. Yeah, for sure. For oh, sure, and for wait, sure. oh my God, Nano, the, wait, oh, the, 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 the time, Nano, the paradoxes. <laughs> Any, oh wow, that was weird. Anyway, that was let's get crazy, back to, Donald. Let's that? get back to Nappa and these jets, bro. Uh, any, do you have anything to say about Nappa's attack on the entire navy of the world? Yeah. So uh, you were kind of getting, you were kind of getting to it, but uh, you know, I was kind of thinking that that the beach was just around the corner from where they were like hanging out because you know, an episode ago they did a we did a whole thing where we were out on the beach and the, there was tornadoes and a hurricane happening, and then you move a little bit and we saw the aura and the lightning and all that, but. Napa is quite a ways away from his original... Uh, he, he might as well be half a globe away. He, he might as well be. But not so much a focus on his attack with the uh, entire naval, like, Earth's United Forces here, is that he makes a pit stop on his way back. And mm -hmm. I just want to note here, Dotto, he yep. blows up a building and we're like, you're like, oh, is that it? And then he decimates an entire portion of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. So I started talking my shit because he points a finger at a, at a building and he like shoots two little electric beams at it and then all the windows blow off. So, whoa, big whoop, dude. Like you can, you can blow up the whole planet. I'm not impressed by shooting the windows off a place. Um, but it, it just got worse after that. Uh, he just, it started getting real personal. I, this is what I remembered from when they showed up, Nano. I don't know if you agree. Like, yes, they I, he went to town on this city. Yeah, he did his giant storm or whatever, whatever it's called. It's it's known by I guess many names. Yes, this is what I remembered from them initially coming into whatever East City or whatever it was that they initially arrive into. But instead, he does it here, where yeah, they've been on Earth for bad. like five episodes now, six episodes now, whatever it is, and. I, I didn't know, especially, you know, you making your jokes and stuff as we're reacting to it, but I didn't think it would escalate to that point. Like, I definitely thought no. it was just a bit of a, you know, a little, a little tease, right? You might, a little troll, a, a minor bit of trolling. Yeah. Uh, the, the trolling went too far, man. The trolling yeah, went just he, a little he, too far. And nobody caught him either. So he got away with it. I'm not like, Another thing that really added to this is they added probably the most gut wrenching like screams of like the population. <laughs> like I don't know if you were gonna hear it over me fucking also screaming. They were like, ah, yeah, oh my god, no. they were getting decimated. I think that's what made the entire reaction worse is because you're just like, 
why is that is that it and it just it, 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 escalated, it, it so, escalated so fast to a point where his wife um, I mean, we're not we're not city. joking in the original english dub it, it escalates extremely <laughs> quick like it is all like it is in color for about maybe 10 seconds and then after <laughs> that it is all white action lines and just like screams of the damned and everybody's dying and i think three kids got shot over there and and five dogs got put down over here it's bad dude it Napa just has no care for anybody. And then he, you know, he stands in the ashes and then he's like, well, I got to go because Vegeta's going to be so mad at me if I'm late. Um, when did you know, Napa turn into Jace? <laughs> I was more, yeah I, I, yeah, I guess that was a little Jace, bro. But he, he's just, he, when Vegeta, when Vegeta whistles, Napa comes dashing. Yes. Which is also just a whole nother probably topic for another day because that's just like it's absolutely absolutely insane uh what was the glazing that we were doing there was some not we but the some of the characters well, were glazing what oh they was it krill it was krill and glazing coke is what it was wasn't it was it yeah yeah, yeah, I, rem yeah. I remember the more like oh i guess he was he was kind of hyping him up he was really hyping him up but the show and the show in general glazes something else at the end that i gotta get into bro because i got beef um, oh, but we're not okay. But we're not totally there yet, right? I, I know we're not there yet. I can't. I can't jump that far. Instead, you know, Napa. You know, he recognizes he's got to go back to Vegeta because if he doesn't, he's going to get a timeout and a grounding, and he's not going to get something tonight. And a reoccurring bit finally comes to fruition, Donald. I was going to say, dude, it finally happens. Napa's armor comes off. Dude. Why, Nano? Who who attacked him? Wait, who did attack him? Nobody. Nobody, dude. He just took it off. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he just took it off. It wasn't it wasn't really a TN thing. Navit just takes it off and says, I'm much more comfortable now. Would you would you say it's a little anticlimactic? A little bit, but I, I think it's only something I cared about because I watched it as a kid and I thought he got that shit blown off. Like I thought it was like a respect thing for a character, you know? Yes. Well, like yeah, I thought they took that time to be like, damn, that attack was so powerful. It singed his armor i think that battle damage is like a sign of like respect to another character like anytime that i feel like you another character gets battle damage in a way that both of us were anticipating the armor would be cracked or fallen off of napa yeah, just it's like you know, a, somebody it's a, had to get it yeah it's a level of respect to the opposing character whoever that might be but in this case napa just I, and i and i think it also is it's a key moments thing right like it's more of a key moments thing like we had been hyping that how long we've we been talking about the armor falling off napa bro I think since they came to, yes, I think this since they met up. This has literally been a reoccurring thing with us, and so for it to finally happen, but it's just like Nap is like, all right, now I'm comfy. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought it might be a Goku thing. Like now they they made it. Well, I was you you had me pretty convinced it was going to be Tien, and then once it wasn't Tien, I was like, okay, so it's going to be like Goku showing up, and it's going to be a Goku thing. But then it's <laughs> that that would have been crazy because I think. Goku one taps him, so the armor would have shattered off on like the first. Uh... <laughs> uh, but now that he has this off, Piccolo, or it's basically been the three hours, right? So Goku is not making it back, and so Nappa and Vegeta are like, "Yeah, Goku ain't shit." Type type of sort of thing, and so yeah, he's he's just not here. This is where Piccolo is is finally like, "Okay, we got a plan." Which, by the way, probably should have been the plan before we lost like three other members of the team. Um, which is just let's grab Nappa's tail. Yeah, I don't know why we waited so long for this. This was like if five people were here, like we could have easily run this. Yeah, like I, th this is this is insane. And I think Vegeta is so crazy; he would have just let them do it. <laughs> like Vegeta's been like, "Cool, yeah, yeah." He he, he kind of annoyed him with how much of a uh, 
I don't even know, like suck up he's been like all these years. So thank you guys. You did me a favor. I was going to do it anyway. Um, but anyway, so now he wants, he wants to grab Napa's tail. And then for whatever reason, Dotto, who are they still planning on giving the like main need of the attack to Dotto? <laughs> they, yeah. Piccolo, Krillin's the distraction, which is a pretty hard job. You like have to get up in Napa's face, get his full oh, attention. This Piccolo bro, grabs bro the tail. glazing. He, he, and he's Gohan, no, 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 no. And then Gohan delivers the final blow. Which is awesome, dude. I'm so glad Gohan is... But maybe this is the Masenko scene. So that's pretty hype. I love uh, that. We don't I, know. I love that you managed to fit in just a tiny bit of curling glaze it, when there really wasn't even an option. It's just like, like a topping, think, bro. It's like, just like a little topping. You like think about how how hard it is to distract this this I'm crazy like, Saiyan, man. He's, he's got the hardest job. That's because it is job. difficult, bro. That's because it is difficult. It is a feat. It is impressive. He is the strongest earthling. I mean, that's just... That's not glazing. That's just facts. You know, it's okay. fact-based merchandise. Speaking of facts, Dono, when are we going to get a dis good destructo disc? That's, honestly, I'm waiting for that too. Uh, but it should be next episode, right? Because I'm I'm definitely with you. Like I do think destructo and disc might be one of my favorite moves in the series, and it doesn't absolutely, probably, absolutely. Like it actually, it's it is one of the more unique like moves. You know, I the don't thing know. Is, Nano, I could spoil how that entire scene goes for you right now. Because oh, I remember it that I remember it that well, but I, I won't. But I remember. I I I do not. I won't lie. I don't. I don't remember. Do it's so good, dude. And honestly, I don't know why that was not Krillin's plan earlier as well. But who knows? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, don't don't. Hey, yo, let's calm down. Hey, let's I, got, calm I, got, down. I got I got you. I I got you. But then, Dotto, finally, after all this time, couldn't have you, you couldn't have told me this was happening this episode because there's no way. No way did I ever think... <laughs> it is crazy that it's in here. ...that uh, a titled episode, Nappa's Rampage, um, where Nappa's bursting through planes and destroying cities and just having fun with the human race, is Goku is back. They finally give it to us. He he gets to Yemma's desk and gets uh, TP'd out. His, which, his reboot card came in. Which is why I'm definitely with you. So the the next episode is called Nimbus Speed. Again, we're spoiled by the fact that we're watching these off of a DVD so we can see the title of episodes, uh, which we talked about in the past because we were so excited for the, all the episodes of, of this particular DVD where that we're on. And what in the world is the next episode? Which I know we're about to get into just that yeah. in general. But like w Goku is back on Earth. How is he not instantly with his friend? How are we an episode away from the, the title <laughs> of the episode being Goku's arrival? So uh, basically the, the end of this episode is Kami goes back, meets Goku at, um, oh my gosh, Yima's desk, which we were like, why are you not already there? Like this, the entire like Earth's existence is on the line right now. Like, why are you doing like hanging out and like... Oh, poor pitiful me. I think Piccolo's about to die. Like, bro, do something about <laughs> You're it. You're a Kami hater. I we am, finally bro. got a little <laughs> Nano sub art. <laughs> Nano hates Kami. Dude, it's, dude he'd, be, he'd be bugging me, bro. He'd be bugging me. Anyways. <laughs> he, he was woe is me up there. I will be honest, though. He was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Goku was tuckered out, though. Jumps off the jumps off Kami's, uh, uh, what is it called? Kami's lookout. Lookout. There and, you go. Pass, passes Korin. Korin throws over the two sins of beans. Goku eats one, and then Goku calls for one thing. Dotto, what is that? Nimbus, which this is my biggest glaze of the episode. This is crazy. Why? I, I guess I don't... I know Nimbus actually does clutch up. I do remember that. But why are we not just there, bro? Like, why are we not just, like, zoom, like instantaneous turn on the afterburners? 
maybe he wants to save max stamina, but in that case, why not just eat the sensor beam when you get there? Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not liking the glazing on Nimbus here. It is iconic. We do get a, Nato, I pointed this out in the right. We you do did. get a little Kakarot shot. Yes. A little Kakarot reference in here, but, uh, yeah, Nimbus is just gets to be the hero of the day. Like he's moving that quick. Which maybe he is. I don't know how fast Nimbus goes, but yeah, I I just I can't imagine that Nimbus is faster than the afterburner shot that we saw. I don't know twenty times of Goku <laughs> going down Snake Way is. Yeah, like, I can't I imagine Nimbus is is faster than that. And I do agree with you. I, I do think this is probably mostly done as more of a, of a callback because once we're out of Sand Saga, does he use Nimbus anymore at all? No, I think it's more like a. It's just for like filler adventures for Gohan. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. And then remember. in the manga, manga, you know, Goten actually was writing it pretty recently in the manga. Oh, okay. I mean, That's yeah, it. I think Nimbus is really just there as, as a a homage thing. I, I don't really think he's there as as that much like in terms of usability. So the shot was cool though. I do want to fully give give props to them. <clears throat> The, the Nimbus shot and the swirl and the final shot of the episode was really, really cool. So, like, it was cool. Would you but say worth? I don't know if I'd say worth, man. I don't know, dude. We're, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> worth for the ending of this episode, if in the next episode he's like, all right, Nimbus, see ya. And then he, he just jumps <laughs> off and then hits, hits into obviously going much faster and then he's there with him. Like, you know, like I. So Nimbus is just like the, just for a little cool shot. I mean, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I respectfully agree. All right, Dotto. That does bring us to the end of the episode, though. Uh, mm -hmm, you want to give us mm -hmm. the you want to give us the manga differences here. Let's go through them. Um, there's only one other than the Roshi characters on TV, but I said we were only going to cover that once on Day of Film. Nappa having some fun where he terrorizes the humans. That's crazy. I thought we couldn't use that word. And Rex destruction <laughs> against a fleet of battleships is exclusive to the anime. Imagine, dude. Yeah, it's just... Uh, but that's, that's cool oh, filler, though. Can we say that, though? That, that, is, is, that was that sick. Is... I enjoyed, heavily enjoyed. Okay. Wait, what did you say? Um, Ooh. I was going to transfer right over to the trivia, because trivia is looking pretty nice. Okay. In the Japanese version, when Gohan insults Nappa, instead of saying he smells, Gohan goes more towards Nappa's mother and says... Nana, take it. I want you to guess. What, would, what do you think Gohan says about this dude's mother? I mean, I think the obvious thing is saying she stinks. Okay. Is that you're locking that in? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, it's like a fat joke or something. Okay. <clears throat> Gohan goes more towards Nappa's mother and says, "Your mama's belly button sticks out." Yeah. Insulting okay. the Saiyan even more so. This is the first and last time Nappa's mother or either of his parents were ever mentioned in the series. Interesting. Yeah, just in case. In the ocean dub, however, wait, whoa, whoa, there's hang a follow-up. What, what, hang on, though. What, what is, what's wrong with having an Audi? Is that really a, is that a problem? I, I don't know. Are you a, are you an Audi gang? I'm, I, no, I'm actually not, but. Uh, me, me either, actually. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm just like, is that really like an insult? I, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of mama jokes. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's like a, a Japanese thing, because I don't think that's ever been like a. Man, dude, mama, your mama jokes. I haven't told, I haven't told or heard of your mama joke in so long. I think there was a show wow. centered around that, wasn't there? Where you do you do your mama jokes frequently, Dotto? No, I sorry, I didn't mean to react to that. I was, like, I was, I was reacting more so because this episode actually has some crazy good trivia. 
Oh, okay, my bad. I'm not going to lie, there's some good trivia. We can move on from the Your Mama thing. All right, let's hear it. No, no. Well, I, to follow that up, in the Ocean dub, however, Nappa's mother was mentioned by Krillin in a comedic sense after Goku defeated him. I want to know what Krillin said in the Ocean dub, because he also followed up with a Your Mom joke. What? And then, Nano, I think this one's going to blow your brain. Have you spoiled yourself on this? No, I no. This one's going to blow your mind. This is actually crazy, because and also maybe good for you. But this is the final episode to feature Goku and Kami together on screen. <sighs> Let's go, dude. <laughs> He's so happy, Let's dude. Let's go. That's kind of crazy. This is the last time they're ever together on screen. What? But that doesn't feel accurate to me. But I guess I guess we are about to say bye to Kami in Namek, so I guess that yeah. maybe I don't know. I just in my head I'm envisioning more sequences of Kami and Goku, but like, well, yeah, he's around for a little while longer up until Piccolo, like, you know, you know what was that? Gets down on it. Okay, uh, but that's that is kind of crazy. This is the last time those two characters are together. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Man, man, this uh, ending shot is so cool, though. I, I will, just saw the picture. I will take that. I will take that, though. I listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with Kami is like he aggravated me in, and again, this is the movie, so it really shouldn't matter. But he aggravated me so much in the freaking Garlic Jr. movie that I've just kind of had a vendetta. For, <laughs> You've been hating for so long for uh, for a minute now. Uh, that that brings us to the most important portion of the entire podcast which is giving a rating. Now, I will say you did give uh, the rating, or I gave the rating first last week, so it is your turn to go first. And I'm happy about that. To remind everybody, um, you know, slight spoilers, but we did both give nines to episode 25 yeah, it was of a huge. Dragon Ball Z Sacrifice. Um, it was I, huge. I do not know where Dotto's going to land today. Again, Dotto is a bit of a wild card. He's the only person in the podcast history to give out a 10 so far. All right, dude. Uh, let's stop with that, <laughs> man. My, friend, friend, which is my 10 is going to mean something, bro. My 10 is going to mean something. Uh, so uh, who knows, man? He really he, it seems like he's really vibing with Napa, destroying some ships and some airplanes. So Yeah, might... yeah. I, I mean, spoilers, this one's going to rank pretty highly. I don't know about you. Like, it, I still, honestly, I really enjoyed it. The tension was there. The National Geographic stuff was a little slow, but it's not as good as last episode. Nano, have you held up your thing? I, I have not. Okay, let me let me hold let me hold it up. This is uh this is where I'm gonna land. Surely in everything okay. you're not giving it this. All right, yeah, you got it. Well, I'm going with an eight. I don't know what you got up, but I'm giving this one an eight. I had a good time. Let's go. Wait, what did you give it? I am giving it a seven, Dada Doya. Wow. Okay, we got a little harsh and one little nice. You know, good cop, Bro, bad cop. no, no way. Or, oh my god, dude, are you, are you treating me like I'm IGN now? Huh? We're, we're saying what a seven's mean? harsh. <laughs> Bro, because anytime people see, okay, you got a point. You got a point. You got a point. Anytime people see an IGN seven, they're like, oh, so they hated the game. <laughs> like, yeah, that is true. I, you know, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm feeling an eight on this one. Why, why, why a seven, Nano? I just uh, making room. I, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, again, I just want to point out that like a seven is still good. Um, I just don't mm. know that it would, I don't know that it was an eight for me personally, just because mm, I don't know. Nano, uh, seven's pretty low. Like if my favorite video game got a seven, I'd be inclined to leave a couple rude comments on the page. <sighs> oh my gosh, bro. No, um, Assassin's, no. All Assassin's Creed games are eights and nines. Nano, would you give Assassin's Creed a seven? You, I think, are memeing, but you're talking to a massive Assassin's Creed fan right now. Oh, brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah well, okay. I, I don't know if I can say massive because I've not played them. Uh, 
<laughs> since unity. Damn, it's been like 20 years, bro. Dude, I, I, here's the thing. Give I, up the title. Not hand over the title, bro. Here's the thing. I, I wanted to play Syndicate for the longest time, but like it, I was, I think actually I should replay Syndicate. I've heard that a lot of people like kind of grown like fond of that one. But like once they got to Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla, where they got to the point where it's like just 50 hours to even get through the story, I, they kind of lost me a little bit because like I, I just... I don't know, but I am excited for this next one where they're coming back. Actually, I really do want to play through the most recent one too because they went back to roots. But I, I did play all the originals, Dotto, and I loved them all. Okay. All right, Black mm. Flag. I even liked three. A lot of people didn't like three. I thought three was I didn't like awesome. Three. Wow. Okay. Uh, I actually liked. I liked playing as Connor, and I thought it was really cool. Like, um, you know, like the the different lore and mixing in with uh like native american and stuff like that and all that like that was like so cool to me using the tomahawk god i love three so much i actually have a very crazy one here dotto i like three more mm. than four which is I black know flag for it four uh, I, black I don't flag. i guess i think assassin's creed fans would look at you crazy but I, I hated both i hated both yeah i uh, black flag uh it struggled with me personally because i did i liked being in the city and that one i did love the ship stuff don't get me wrong but like i anytime you got on land it was just very small areas and i enjoyed roaming like the the very vast cities but anyway yeah. this is not an assassin's creed podcast this is uh this is well this is just a general podcast so it, it, we can talk about whatever we want however dotto mm-hmm. i think i hear the music bro Oh, you do. I don't know, man. Me I do. I, I think they're. No, I, I, I'm hearing it. I'm definitely hearing that, it. The sign says we have 30 seconds, Dotto. Don't try and wrap us up. What are you doing? Every, every sailor knows these these songs, man. We got to give up. <sighs> Dang, you're right. You're right. And speaking no of surviving this, appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for supporting the Key Moments podcast. We will see you guys next week, right here, same place, same time. I can't say that we we upload it at random times, but it is always on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.